everybody. Welcome to the first show of season two of uh, Shellshock Nation, the Skin Julep Political Podcast. I'm Brent Sanders. With me tonight, as always, is Jeff Scruggs. Howdy, howdy. Matthew Kearns. Hello. Matthew, our libation tonight. Uh, this is Remus Repeal Reserve Release 2. Uh, Remus is the MGP flagship. Pretty decent bourbon. Very, very subtle. Got a little caramel tone yeah. to it. Uh have you tried yours yet, uh, Jeffrey? Yeah, I thought it was sharp on the front too. I like that. It yeah, is. It's got it's, a little it's, bit of pop it's, to it. Uh, it's not bad at all. It's it's got some. It's a little strong. I mean, it's got some some kick to it, but it's it's good. It's. Uh, I'm, I may have to check that out. As always, excellent job. Well, since we last got together, there's been a few things happen. What? Uh, it it's been a busy. The election cycle technically has already started. Now, we, we did it today partly because it is election day here in our town. It's municipal primary day, and there's a few other things. But there's also um, two states that are having their primaries start today for senatorial races. One is in Indiana. Both uh, the Democrat and the Republican candidates are running, I believe, unopposed. Uh, so there's no real bearing in that. The other one, however, is in Ohio, where there is a senatorial primary, primary, excuse me, primary going on. Uh, Rob Portman is retiring, and there are about six, seven people who are jockeying for that Republican nomination. Only one of them has the Trump endorsement, and that's hack writer uh, J.D. Vance. You sure it's not J.D. Mandel? It's uh, yeah. He, I, I'm he, trying to work on that. Uh, the other guy whose first name I cannot remember, Mandel. Josh. Was it Josh? And that's who uh, Trump, in his typical addle-brained way, referred to him as last night. Uh, That said, Vance right now, when I last saw the numbers I saw, Vance was at 26%. Uh, His next uh, opponent was 24, and then uh, Mandel was, I think, 23. So it's not at all a decided thing. Now, this is kind of being looked at as a, uh, a canary in the coal mine race. A lot of people are going to try to use it to, to read the leads about how Trump's coattails, or not coattails since he's not running, but how far his endorsement's really going to go. Um, Vance was a never-Trumper. And and by the way, Teddy uh, uh, Vance, if you don't know, he wrote uh, Hillbilly Elegy. is the only book he wrote. They uh, Ron Howard bought it and turned it into a Netflix uh, movie or series. Uh, I downloaded about a sample of it just to see what it's like. And A, the, the bitch can't write. It, it's horrible. See, it's a lot of woe is me, white trash envy, uh, and it's it's not very good. And if you want to read, um, want to read a book that's similar but better, I suggest Rick Bragg, uh, All Over But the Shouting, or uh, Prince of Frogtown, maybe Michael Gilmore's Shot in the Dark. They kind of look at that uh, underbelly of uh, of, of uh, the white underclass. Vance is really the whole book is really uh, from what I read is very narrow-minded, very focused. It had, doesn't look at all at anything except his immediate community. And he decided he was not a never-Trumper when he ran for office. And he moved to Ohio from, um, or where he lives in Ohio, specifically to run for office. So it's obviously a calculated thing. Now, there's no returns back as of yet. It's not even 7 o'clock here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, on the Democratic side, uh, Tim it is Tim Ryan, not Matt Ryan. I get him confused. It's Tim Ryan. Uh, Matt yeah, Ryan's Matt a quarterback Ryan for the Falcons, correct? Or was? Was. At one point. Yeah. Anyway, um, he's, he's I, believe is, I believe he has competition, but he's pretty much a shoe in to get that, uh, that 
Like, do you guys think this is going to have any bearing whatsoever on what's going to happen, uh, you know, seven, eight months from now? No. Um, I think that this isn't really a litmus test of anything because I don't think primaries are. I mean, I think that, that it's easy to look at a primary right now and go, well, Trump endorsed one candidate. Is that the guy that's going to get it? But Trump is very careful in who he endorses. He's he's not endorsing people who are not front runners. You know, you're right. And and Vance had name recognition already. Right. Uh, I don't think that the Trump endorsement is what will or will not put him all the top. I right. think he, now he, Trump will claim it was. Sure, he will. But Vance has the ability to talk out of both sides of his mouth. He's not. By the way, he's not like a, uh, a college literature professor or a journalist. He was a uh, an investment banker, I believe. Um, and if it sounds like I'm spending too too much time demeaning his writing chops, it's because he's earned it. Um, but I'm like you. I don't know that it's going to have any bearing whatsoever. Yeah, I just don't see it. You don't. What about you? No, I I don't I I don't think it does because so far Trump's got a you know early on, right after the election, some of that or, or I guess I should say after the end of the 2020 election, uh, you know it seemed. He'd picked a few. It was considered kind of a kingmaker thing. You know, things had rolled his way. 2018, there was some of that. But his track record since then has been kind of a mixed bag in special elections. He's taken some yeah. beatings. He's won some. It's yeah, but just, you're right, though. It's, it it's a lot. State. It's not a it's not a, a – he, he's no. taken – he's gotten an ass kicking several times. And now he's tried to jump in at the end of them and say, you know, this – that's, that's been more but of But that's anything. a Trump yeah. Yeah, hallmark. Um, and, of course, over the coming weeks – primary season started today but it's certainly i mean may and june is when it really heats up and over the next uh, six months and I, I i imagine we'll probably uh on election night be here again trying to read the tea leaves a little bit like we did for the last election at this point i believe us all being together is good luck so I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fuck with a winning streak yeah. okay the crash <laughs> davis dixon so, i'll be interested to see how our county nepotism races wind up though we have uh, not one, but two Womps. Two Womps running. Um, mm-hmm. Zach Womp was a longtime uh, congressman, United States congressman Chattanooga here. Uh, both his son and his daughter, I believe it is. I, yeah, that is correct. His son, uh, I believe his name is Wilbur. Wilbur. West, West, Weston. Weston. Womp. And then his daughter, Cody. Cody. C-O-T-Y. Not Cody. No. Cody. If it was C-O-D-Y, like Buffalo Bill Cody, I'd pronounce it like Cody, Cody, but it's C-O-T-Y, so I will continue to pronounce it Cody. Now, I will say this, um, and they're both running for... I don't she's running right. for district attorney. And she's running for district He's attorney. He's running for county, county mayor. Yeah, and he's he's already had one aborted run at the congressional seat. Right. Um, Weston, who I, I used to uh, see him quite a bit, and he, he was a, this was when he was like a teenager and young adult. He worked near where I did. He was an extremely personable and nice young man. I mean, very nice kid. Uh, but I don't know that he has his old man's charisma, if that tells you yeah. how. I mean, he's just – and the old man doesn't have any charisma. You know, looking at, at that and, – and not that the county mayor of Hamilton County, Tennessee, is a big uh, issue anywhere else. But I, I, in looking at it, of course I'll vote for the Democrat. Yes. But if a Republican's going to win, I think he's the lesser of the evils. Well, at I, think, this point I think he's got a good shot. Versus a former window installing magnate, Matt Hollander. Yeah, turned Miss Manager. Call Holco today. I, you know, if we're talking local politics, and we don't want to do that too long, but uh, there's a couple of people running for county mayor, uh, county commissioner. One of them is someone that Jeff and I know, and 
I will name nameless because I actually have a pretty good relationship with this person. But uh, there's, it, it's 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 going to be hard for a Democrat to win here in yeah. the county out in Hickson where I live. You know, in this area you might have a little bit of chance, um, but I, it's 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 a red area as you'll you'll come. Yeah. And, but this does it, again. Th- these kind of races are starting up all over today, and we're seeing now how important they are because these races are where we get our state representatives who are becoming much more, not necessarily influential, but they're becoming much more important in in certifying the results due to right. the restraining uh, restraint in, in voter laws. Um, where I live, there was a, uh, a county, uh, I'm sorry, a state a representative who was had to step down because... Yeah. Uh, and uh, whole Jeff and I went to thing. Jeff and I went to school with with her, and she was a very nice person. Uh, she's also apparently not the smartest. I mean, she I think she made four thousand dollars on it, which is at least Ward Crutchfield was talking millions of dollars when they sent him up the river. If you're you know? gonna go down, I apologize for all the local references, guys. I miss Ward, but uh, it's uh, it's it's one of those things where he she uh, was implicated in a scam that the state was involved with a state speaker who who had a consultancy and he he referred to himself by a fake he was a fake person paid himself uh, matt, wasn't run mexico matt phoenix was the name so he's apparently going to be a uh, a marvel superhero at some point <laughs> in his mind uh, but she ended up having to uh cut a deal uh, and i think the sentencing is due for years she's admitted it happened right you're seeing a lot of this across the board now this is happening in a lot of states, a lot of cities. Whether it's going to be a, a deal breaker in a lot of things, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, but at this level, that we're talking state le- or city level, municipal level, then going up to state level, this has become more important. And this is something that most politicians have taught for years. All politics is local. And we see just how damaging it can be if you let the nut jobs on board. Uh, uh, Mike McCarthy, who is a Republican strategist, uh, says several times on, on his podcast that the state level is where the kooks are. And it is. That's where we get people, as a rule, like that's the, spot the on, Marjorie Taylor Green types, uh, or Perjury Taylor Green, as she is now more popularly known. So these elections are important. In your area, if you live there, please, please pay careful attention to them and and as we'll talk here in a few minutes um all elections are important now and you can say well it it doesn't have any bearing on me because of the state i live in yeah it does it has a lot and that is brought out by our next subject and this is a story that's less than 24 hours old as we speak of it last night uh, politico released a leaked document and it was the opinion of what appears to be the majority vote for basically overturning Roe versus Wade. And it was written by Sam Alito, and it is just the most ridiculous circular logic bullshit I've ever read. I've read about eight pages of it. It is absolutely, it is just the most excuse-ridden, it, and it's why he was put in there, you know? So... Um, but there are two things. That's why they ask him to write it. Exactly. I mean, he he is. Somewhere Lewis Potter's turning over he in his is, grave. Well, I, I think, I've got some questions about that, but we'll get to that in a minute. Well, it's first of all, I, I want to say one thing. The very concept 
of a leaked document for the Supreme Court is blockbuster news on its own. Sure. Uh, it has happened. Roe versus Wade was announced a few days before it was official. This is not something that never happens, but it is very, very, very rare. And since then, it has been uh, the Supreme Court has always been known as the most secretive of all of, of the three yeah, branches. Because the the Supreme Court justices and their law clerks and the power, you know, the whole structure of the court is designed to allow those them to communicate with each other openly, to exchange ideas, and not to worry. That, you know, at some point before they get things hashed out, that a, because, you know, there's always the chance that this won't be the final wording. It's unlikely that this having been validated now, the Supreme Court has said this was a valid document that has been leaked. It's unlikely that that it changes substantively. But there are things that are important to these justices in terms of the legal wording to get right before it's released. So the fact that it got out before then is a big deal. It's, well, as, as I heard this afternoon, usually there's a lot of horse trading and, and exchanging of ideas and concepts that goes on about this time before they make it official. And then they go back and, and redo it. It has been declared. I mean, uh, John Roberts, Chief Roberts Justice Roberts said that, it, yeah. was, it was legit. Um, but he didn't say what the final outcome was. My understanding, the things I've seen, it's it's a it's a five four with Roberts siding to uphold. Um, and there's several things about this that that well, are. Well, he knows the legacy of his court. He does. going into the fucking. He does. Shitter. He may be the only real, uh, you know, conservative voice that has a sense of propriety. And I'm not just talking about in the Supreme Court. I'm talking about you know yeah, left period. Um, but it's and, and and it doesn't mean just just so. I've seen a lot of people who are saying, uh, especially on social media, okay, this doesn't make abortion illegal. No, it doesn't. But it opens the door for states to make abortion illegal. It does. Illegal. Well, what it does six further, states have trigger laws. The minute, the this minute is enacted, it goes, exactly. But, but my, my issue illegal. is that further, what it does is it opens the door if Congress wanted to blanket make abortion illegal everywhere in the United States. At some point, they could because Roe v. Wade was what was preventing that from happening. Well, but I want you to think about this. I don't think that's likely, but it is now possible. It, well, there, there are several congressional pathways that are possible. Right. But I want you guys to think about this, though. The only time, or this is one of the few times, certainly the first time I think of in, in the 20th century, where the Supreme Court has actually taken civil rights away. And it's kind of a... Gateway, I think. I mean, now, you know, if you'll look at it, gay marriage has been mentioned. Uh, it, it, it can uphold voter rights laws. And Alito specifically mentioned that the precedent, and this to me is just galling as hell, the, the precedent for overturning a previous Supreme Court ruling was Brown versus the Board of Education in, in turning over Plessy versus Ferguson. Right. And it, that, to me, is one of the most galling, obnoxious things I'd ever heard. Um, you know what gets me about that? What's that? One was the process of taking away rights. Yeah. The other was granting them. So, yes. because it, 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 in there exactly. lies the difference. And it that's is. completely lost on our redneck it, jurist. It, but it, it doesn't matter because that's the legal precedent. That, that, is, that is what they are using. I, I don't disagree with you at all. Um, you know, the difference between the two, it is apples and oranges. 
but legally there's no such thing as apples and oranges. And um, I, and I'm going to be honest with you. We, we were talking about doing the podcast this evening, and uh, all three of us were palpably angry. Uh, on, a, on we have a, a group text that we go to. All three of us seem to be very pissed off. I am. We were fucking incensed. I'm pretty pissed. And, um, you know, we also kind of worried about the whole concept of three old straight white guys talking about women's rights. But, A, I think it's important that we show our support for the rights of all people. And, B, this could have political ramifications you're going to say a couple things about it uh, jeffrey uh, my the big issue uh or I, I should say at least the these things stick out to me one we basically have um i forget the term for it somebody else can re- refresh it but but we have legal precedent here where we have law of the land so to speak this is law and, you know, these three justices, three I'm thinking of in particular that were appointed by Trump, are on record as stating Roe v. Wade was law of the land, is law of the land. And I believe they're Gorsuch, Barrett, and uh, uh, Beer Kavanaugh. Um, and all three are on record as having said, you know, this is the law of the land. Kavanaugh's on record saying he would not work to do this. Has stated that basically, you know, she can't believe this is in direct. Uh, I forget the exact quote. Uh, it, it, contravention to what what she was told by both Kavanaugh and uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Did she and give her concerned face? She did it, deeply concerned this time. Which were pearls being were pearls being clutched? Evidently, okay, uh, I, many of them. And uh, <clears throat> Lisa Murkowski actually said she was rocked, which I thought, you know. Well, never mind what I thought. Because again, as I was telling Matt uh, and Brent before this, you know, there's blame to be laid at any number of feet. But the the simple fact of the matter is, what 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 you have now is is you have a decision that looks as if it's going to lead into, um, I guess, for lack of a better term, uh, a lot of other decisions. Because Oberfell uh, Hodges is actually mentioned in this draft by Sam Alito. Yep. And you know that 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 again is going to go to to protected rights. It what what it appears to be is a situation where we're trying to remove uh, you know protected rights status that sort of thing from any number of groups that have you know long had a history in this country of being bent over, and it, that, that that that's very much apparent in the way this it, is written. I haven't read the whole ninety but pages. You know what it does? I've read it five is, to six of them in the high points. The 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 actual the the effect of it is going to be just like you're saying. It's it's as much of a social and financial cudgel as it is a law to protect the unborn. Yeah, I guess the the thing that I keep wondering about is I, I've I've felt like for a long time that the Republicans have loved having abortion legal so that they could rail against it. I have so to. I've always is it, now that now that this potentially does the the deed that they have been threatening to do for you know since Roe v. Wade, do they either a panic because the Democrats can now say, hey, we told you they were coming after this, and look, they did, yeah. or do they be just immediately flip around and say, hey, we did what we told you to, and now the Democrats are coming for it. 
I I think it could, and this was kind. Of, I was kind of hoping wanting to get into this a little later, but let's let's face it. This could have. I don't know that it will have earth-shattering change. This could have an effect on the midterms. It really could at a very social level. Oh, My th- understanding is there are already opposing protests outside of the Capitol right now. Right. There are. I watched them on TV. Not I have not seen an that hour yet. Ago. And I'm going to tell you something. There are several actions that can be taken congressionally. There can be a congressional movement to, to sort of give some protection. And again, it's not just that they're – listen, if, if, you're, if you live in South Texas, you can't get an abortion there. Now, you can go about 1,200 miles to the closest place to get an New abortion. Mexico right. on that, or Louisiana. Right now, yeah. New Mexico is, but right now, there's no real... No. It's, it's, there's nothing but there. New Mexico is their option right now. Yeah, it is right now. And But even then, that's a long way to go. And there are some states that are trying to make it illegal to go out of town to have an abortion. I think that'll be shut down quicker than damn it. I don't think those laws will, yeah. will be yeah, able to Yeah, would that go to into uh, the Lemuel Penn uh, uh, pen case where... Uh, I believe that one worked. Um, it was the transportation of uh, over state lines. State line. Yeah, I don't yeah, think I don't I, think that's going to be a toughie right there. I don't think that's that's going to hold. I did see today up. that Amazon, of all companies, mm-hmm. announced that they will now pay for employees uh, transportation up to four thousand dollars. Up to four thousand dollars if they need to travel for yes. medical abortions. Yes. Makes you wonder if Bezos is going to stand directly opposite of his fellow billionaire. Well, he will. He will transport them to the moon for this procedure. That is, his <laughs> you put them on. Well, he doesn't have space. Abortion's eggs, legal in outer space. space. Announcement to come on Twitter. But um, I, it, it's really. I read this last night. I was I was kind of relaxing and just reading, you know, catching up on the news, and all of a sudden it flashed on, and it wasn't a surprise to us. It wasn't at all, I don't think, to any of us. More timing than anything. More else. timing than anything, and more that it kind of came out the way it did. I, I, There are a lot of avenues they can take. You know, you're also putting people in position. Well, you're going to have, there was already a lady in Texas who threw herself down the stairs trying to miscarry. Uh, this is going to become, I don't want to say commonplace, but it's going to become a, a, a typical thing again. Hey, the cynic in me wonders if Warren Buffett's out there buying stock in a coat hanger company right now. That's okay. You get you get the award for the the, the uh, shit Matt, line of the night. Matt is the darkest of us yeah, all this evening. It, but it's it's true. I mean, you know, it, it's this this. You know what? In in a roundabout way, you're right. This has ramifications for that people can capitalize I mean, on. this is I'm not well, I, I can say see abortion shuttles yeah I say that and, 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 and as dark as it is it is what happened the last time yes, abortion was it illegal is, it is it's, well the, my reticence to actually have done this initially came from um, was reading today um, physician had started a uh, a discussion on uh, Twitter uh, I forget what hospital uh, he had enough initials past his name to where I, I I assumed you know he had been in this game for quite some time, and he had started a discussion with fellow physicians and other um, others who had uh, had experience in this of a woman. He said the only time he'd ever cried in a room with a patient was a lady that had been forced to carry. A, a a a fetus with multiple lethal 
malformities. I mean, multiple. And she had gotten attached to it over time, and they had carried it. And I don't want to wind I don't want to drag this in, into maudlin or, or into a sledgehammer effect, but the child had been born without kidneys, with, without the back of the skull, without a leg. Yeah. And, every, and it had just, reading that right there was a reminder that at, its, at, at the base level, uh, you know, this just serves as another, to me anyway, another, another, it, it, it's an attack on women themselves oh, overall. It, it this is, is just an attack another on statement women. Yes. that they cannot be allowed to make these decisions for no. themselves. They, they, All by people that are simply, to me, pro-birth because they're, this is an unconcerned situation for pro-life because after these children are born, they don't give, they don't give a fuck no, what happens. They don't. It, it's... Uh, I prefer the phrase anti-choice. Uh, that's the one I've started Works using. Works for me. Uh, but you're right. They're they're pro-birth rather than pro-life, and they. And you know, part of this is they're basing it, and you guys hear me bitch about this all all the time. But the religious right now views themselves on a crusade, a literal crusade, and there is no reasoning with them. Uh, there is no compromise with them, and um, Christians like that. It's time to start feeding them to the lines, okay? That, that they really have no sense of living in it. I told someone today, we are now living under Christian Sharia law. If, if this does it as it says. There's in some states, that. it is. It is Christian Sharia law. It's as if the Beatitudes because, have been completely excised yes. from the New Testament. It's, well, it's, and conservatism has always been that way. Yeah. But now it's, it's tangible. In Texas, um, if you're found... You can be found guilty of, of murder. There, there are legal specs simply for not, for doing what you want to with your own body or uh, having an abortion after rape or incest. It, it is, I don't want to say it's chilling because I don't see it taking the, the foothold that I think a lot of the right thinks it will. I think there's enough of a groundswell again. And guys, keep in mind, Roe versus Wade is popular. It's not something. It's never had, I think, more than a 30% uh, against overturning it, but it's over. Well, it's at sixty-eight yeah. percent right now. Yeah, it's it's there. There are most people want it in place for common sense reasons. Right. Um, sixty-eight percent approval. That is. Right. And, and let me yeah. clarify that, that people actually that's, want this that's, as an option. And that's the other thing Alito did. He kind of uh, questioned the parameters they'd given to him. You know, first trimester, all that stuff. Now that takes it all away. You can't. You, there, there are no parameters for it uh, like i said rape or incest um, no the, no the child you're talking about that clearly you know cannot enjoy a quality of life can't enjoy any life and no. i'm not saying we should play god but this child is going to die soon anyway which god that sounds so horrible to say but and i would never suggest they should kill this child or, or but on the other hand she wanted to board it early and was not allowed to that's exactly right. And and make no... You know, and it getting, was born... It, the, the child was born dead. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, it just... And, and that... Well, you're going to have to carry that under 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 the framework of the of this original draft. You're going to have to carry that child to term. Well, that's... That will have to, to be To me, done. that is mental torture and emotional torture to the, to yeah, the parents. Not to mention the fact the that it's dangerous the child... Or the, 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 the health of the mother and the life. Very. But they don't care about. Well, that. those are women, so they don't. They don't really give a That's shit. That's exactly exactly right. You're a it's, good wife. See, Marge. this is this is the the benefit for Republicans is that mothers 
by and large, tend to be women. And since... Uh, I don't know by well, and large. Yeah. Is <laughs> well, I don't know how people identify these days. It's not my place to say. Well, they identify as a woman. <laughs> right. They're still... But I, what I'm saying is, is that Republicans, they straight dislike okay. women. And so when calamity is visited upon women because of, the, of a decision they've made... They already don't give a shit. They don't care. They don't care. It's just them. It's their choice. It, or it's the, the, the man's choice to make, not theirs. I agree. They don't um, realize the left just carries it another mother further. So. Exa- well, I mean, that's just it. Is You know, to hear these people talk, women are going out and just getting abortions after every time they have sex. Just, And it's, it's not a choice that's made frivolously. And... The, these people are just trying to say that it's it's a uh, it's it's being used as birth. And I, yeah, sometimes I'm sure it is, but it doesn't matter. It's that woman's choice. It is that woman's choice. Um, that said, uh, y- you know, men can't get like I said, men cannot get pregnant, so they don't give two shits. I keep trying. It just hasn't happened yet. How, how did Whoopi put it back in the day in her comedy routine? My wife could get me pregnant. I'd be pregnant. I believe she said uh that is the that is the single around. weirdest thing I think I think. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was walking around going stop abortion she said well, shoot your dick motherfucker I, I agree the, you know what there, if you don't if you don't want you know pregnancies men have as much to do with as women yeah. it's amazing how that whole thought process escaped but, yeah. but now uh, but hold on remember that if you are a literalist christian like many of these people are that you believe statistically more women can get pregnant without a man than reverse. Statistically, you believe that. Uh, you know what? A hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, the logic here doesn't enter in. When, when you invent a religion to cover up your night's party, man, I mean, that's exactly the story. You know, you're when you invent a religion to cover up that affair you had with a centurion, you're asking for trouble, okay? Yeah, we're not going to get lost into this uh, and Chris, Jesus. Well, <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say any Christians who are offended by that can suck my balls, okay? Yeah, um, that too. I, I I don't have uh, a whole lot of patience at this point for dealing with anybody's bullshit regarding this. It's just a, it's a it is a direct threat to the freedoms. I'll put it this way: this this is if the Supreme Court was to say, "Nope, nobody can have any guns anymore. We're just going to get rid." I feel the same way. Sure. Okay, and now we're from the South. We have a little bit of a different opinion of, of guns. I'm a gun owner. I think you guys are as well. Oh, we have plenty. Um, but even then, it would be no less a restriction on rights. Now, the thing is, I say restrictions, there, there should be some governors on how you do stuff that is important like right. this. Right. Like, look, I think, I think we all agree, and, you know, and I'm going to kind of answer to your, you know, uh, analogy of abortion versus gun control i think we all agree that that women shouldn't get an abortion three days before the due date that's probably uh, probably well, un- shouldn't be you know done. what Pro- probably now in the same way i think that we'd all agree that a guy doesn't need to be able to get a uh, 50 round ar mag uh and buy it the same day next to the At school a vending machine, right? Yeah. Like that's probably a bad idea. I, I agree. We all agree that there there are certain reasonable restrictions on rights. This goes way beyond that. This isn't reasonable at all. This is just saying you can't do it because we don't like it. Well, late term abortion is very, very, very rare. Right. It hardly ever happens anyway. 
Which and is why they're using it as the as the big bad. That is their extreme they're, that right. they're grasping. And in every case, guys, I don't, I don't know of any record where a woman carries something, carries a child for nine months, and then goes in three days before and says, you know what, nah. fuck it. I decided against it, let's abort. That's not what late-term Unless there do. were significant, again, lethal malformations but, but that's involved, what I'm saying. It, it does not but, but happen. That does, that's not her coming in and saying, I just don't want the child. Exactly, no. that's what I'm that's, saying. That's, that's, that a, that's a medical happen. professional. I can't remember who said it. Um, but there's, you know, there's not enough room in a hospital room for uh, a doctor, <clears throat> a, a mother, uh, probably their partner, and the entire United States government. Right. Okay, um, and it is it is that woman's choice. It is you know. Now we're getting to the we're just kind of preaching, I think, about it. But this could have ramifications on the election. Uh, it could, well, now let, let, let me ask you this: Do you, do you think that the timing of this is deliberate in a way to have repercussions on the election? Because if this had come out when it was when the rest of the Supreme Court's decisions generally come out, oh sure, we're talking what is that middle to end of June? You're, you're talking you're talking months from now, two or three months, right? And that that significantly cuts down the amount of time that people are. You know, printing up their ba- their banners and uh, you know getting their T-shirts. I've and already preparing seen the suggestion marches. that this could be calculated risk. Well, I, listen, I mean, and that, was, that asks, the fact it was leaked. Yeah, does say that. Yes, and, and I think, and I think you a, know obviously the Supreme Court is going to go through and say you know th- they're going to try to figure out who leaked this because it is like like we talked about. And before. the person who did is probably subject to pretty serious penalties. Well, here, this is an interesting thing. There's no law against this, which is why I, I heard on NPR they were talking about you can't call in necessarily the FBI to investigate who leaked this because there's no crime having been committed. But which makes me wonder. At the end of the day, you know, it could be a law clerk, it could be whoever. Here's my here's my fantasy scenario. They investigate it. They can't figure it out. And last day, Stephen Breyer says it was me, bitches. I would I would laugh my ass off. I would, but. Part of the problem is, it's it, there are when I say severe penalties, I, I I don't necessarily mean criminal. I think it's the end of a career for it sure. It is definitely the end of a career. Now they can probably still work for you know another yeah. organization, but these it, the legal career these are these are serious legal people. Every person who is clerking for a Supreme Court justice, and and I'm assuming those are really the only people who would have access to the report would have the clearance for it every one of them you know the old saying that everybody who is elected dog catcher looks in the mirror in the morning and sees the potential next president of the united states every legal clerk or every clerk for 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 these uh, uh for the supreme court justices they want to move up in the legal world they they see themselves as possibly one day being a supreme court justice most justices have at one time or another clerked for a supreme court justice so their career that they have built towards, and these are not kids. Well, and especially these are not after, like 23, 40 year old people. Especially after Katanji Brown Jackson, who was a Supreme Court law clerk. Yes. And, I mean, she was yes. just, you know, so we're not talking about something outside of the realm of the possible here. You're right. These people absolutely see this as their. Oh, it's a very up. legitimate, it's a very legitimate uh, uh, goal for these folks. Yeah. And I, I don't see that. Um, it it has to be somebody who has tremendous moral conviction. I think that's done this. I don't think it's somebody just trying to raise hell. Uh, I don't know what their method. It may be a calculated risk. I don't know. Again, the way Congress 
can react for this is going to tell us a lot. And, you know, I, I've i already heard, I heard today, I heard a senator and one congressman, and you said there's been another senator. I believe Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren, Warren also yeah. came out saying it's time to pack the Supreme Court. It's time. Um, yeah, kill the filibuster, pack the court, do the deed. Do the deed. And I, I think we, I, I, I'm not by nature somebody who, who believes in a scorched earth policy, but better us doing it than them is the way I look about yeah, it. They Jeff, won't you hesitate. Well, I was going to illustrate two point one. By the way, Jeff, whose fault is it that we don't have a filibuster right now? Whose fault is it that yes. we don't? Who, who do you blame for that? Well, let's just put it this way. I, here, here I have a statement <laughs> as of now five hours ago from Joe Manchin, that paragon Joel, of fucking Joe democratic Manchin. virtue, saying, and this is a quote, the filibuster is the only protection our democracy has. Now, Thank you, Joe, for chiming in yet again with oil. I mean, coal money. Shit. See, I, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I think the filibuster may be the only chance our democracy has at this point yeah joe is is at this point i don't know if joe is working from a severe and i think he does respect the institution of the senate i really does i really do i think i think dredge mcconnell does in his own weird fucking way but this is not about that anymore and more than anything joe's gotten to really love the limelight and now there is a good chance. I think inevitably the Republicans are going to take the the House, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. I think there's a good chance that the Senate stays where it is at the very least. And my real hope is they they get one more seat. All right, that Joe doesn't matter, and that may not happen. They may lose seats, but I it, at this point Joe has to be made redundant. Well, you know, somebody in response to the. The statement that you just read, Jeff, uh, one person on Twitter said, yeah, that's how Joe feels with ten toes. How does he feel with nine toes? Well, you know, I mean, and that's the, the that's honest truth very, is yes. that no one is putting the screws to Kristen Cinema to Joe Manchin and making them toe the fucking line. And and, and that's, you know, look, I, I'm not sure they can. Now, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if they, they can, can either, do. but that's one of the reasons that so many liberals and democrats not always being the same thing are no, they're not frustrated with this with where the democratic party is and with joe biden because they set they see hey all the things that could have been done to prevent this moment weren't done i'm not sure i don't okay. agree with that necessarily no, but i get I, the frustration I'll put it this way that's kicking the can yeah, i agree to blame joe biden for this and joe biden has joe biden is at the very low he's at well, he's actually rise, rose up a couple of points in the polls. And I don't put a lot of faith in all presidents lately have been unpopular after the first second. I think the time. presidency is unpopular. I think it is. I don't think there was a lot Joe, Ban- Joe, Baden- Joe, Bannon- Joe Biden could do, nor do I think he would have chosen to with all the other things that's going on in the world. Sure. And, and you know, we're not really going to talk a lot about the Ukrainian situation, but Joe Biden has handled it as brilliantly as oh, any yeah. president since well, here's probably his Eisenhower has handled this foreign policy. Yeah, his statement came out five hours, or I mean an hour after. Who's, is that Manchin? This, no, this is Joe Biden. Biden. Oh, Biden. I believe that a woman's right to choose is fundamental. Roe has been a law of the land for almost 50 years, and basic fairness and the stability of our law demand that it not be overturned. We will be ready when any ruling is issued. It Okay. 
which kind of brings us to something we were going to talk about. Um, does Joe have options? Absolutely. Um, does Congress have options here? Yes. They can make it the law of the land. Yeah, they can, they can pass they can a law and say abortion is protected everywhere in the United States. And you would have, you would have a lot easier chance passing that because I think Collins and Murkowski would go for it. Okay. Well, being on, on, you know, now on record as saying that we this was established case law and we were assured by at least two of these justices who have voted to strike down Roe v. Wade that they weren't going to strike down Roe v. Wade, they're on record as saying that now. So you'd think that they would feel obligated. Now, t- I don't put any t- amount of bullshit past them. but No, and the two, the two we're talking about are Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh, right. Comey sidestep the whole thing because she's batshit crazy yeah she wouldn't she's she wouldn't a, even pretend she's a bachman in a uh a, a, a judicial robe she's right. nuts she she's a religious nut job she's batshit crazy uh and she never did make a statement on it but the other two i think and i think you know i don't know if they actually believe them or not and or they were just kind of looking for cover right they need cover. The justices do not. Hey, I don't. I don't know enough about the way the Supreme Court works to know this. But let's just, in a hypothetical world, say that Justice Thomas, who rumors are is not in the greatest of health, let's say that next month he tragically passes away. I, I would eliminate uh, that adjective. What does, uh, or does that adverb? I don't, what it's that, not going to be a tragedy. What does that do to this if it hasn't actually nothing formally been decided? It's well. You would have an eight. It may be a four to four. I don't know. Now that you mention it, but I would imagine his vote has already been cast. As far as even though they haven't, so you, you, you think they vote? I don't and then know. The word, yeah, I'm, somebody I, get Tubin on the phone. Yeah, just the phone, not the Zoom. Right. Uh, no, we don't want to know what the hell's going on. I don't see any Tubin. We need a constitutional scholar. Uh, like well, I, you know, Facebook's full of them. I'm sure we can find a million of them. <laughs> it's funny because they were epidemiologists a while ago, and then they were uh, Russian uh, foreign uh, policy, foreign policy experts, and now they're constitutional. Honey, I've found funny something that, that all the experts missed here on the internet. Let's talk, look, look at this guy on YouTube. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I don't did know. my own research. I don't, and I don't know that Thomas is in mortal health right, danger. Right, right. I certainly hope he is. <laughs> and I, I don't One say can that. Hope, yeah. Listen, I don't say that frivolously. All right. But the man, well, the best thing I've read is someone says they wish uh, Clarence Thomas all the health. He wished the people that he decided tried to strike down Obamacare. Right. I I just, he's, and that's, that's, that kind of leads into our next question. Clarence Thomas, um, he came to court under a cloud and his wife stood by the whole time the lovely Jenny. She is a conservative action or a conservative activist. And now it Wonderful appears like woman. she is also a traitorous insurrectionist. Yeah. And her husband sits on the Supreme Court. Now, there are very definite limits about what you can do about stuff because there's nothing that says a Supreme Court justice or a politician's wife or husband cannot have their own beliefs. Sure. Um, it, it happens all the time. But this is a situation where it has allowed her to elevate her into higher levels because of her access. She gets to be a speaker at, at events yes. and it's talk doing, to it's doing for her what, rile up the crowd. You know, it's, it's, it, it, it's an influence thing. Sure. Um, God forbid Hunter Biden do it. 
But when she he had a laptop, you see. Yes, yes, I saw that video too. Um, Jeff, you have a few thoughts on the Jenny Thomas situation. I think we uh, discussed them earlier. And you know, I I actually I did, but oops, shit, that was six uh, uh, news cycles ago. That was kind of my thing. It was, but she's there. She's there. That's, she's still that's in place. my point on this is the fact that that one has conveniently lost its way but as a story. Now, how can that be? And to me, that ties directly in right now. You know, or, or, or is the, you know, we've got the January 6th commission who's now asking to interview three particular Congress critters. I want to say it's a uh, – what's his name – Show Mo, uh, the one from uh, Alabama with Mo. Uh, Mo Collins. Mo, or no, yeah. Mo, Mo Brooks. Yeah, Mo, Mo Brooks. Brooks. Mo Money. Yeah, Mo yeah. Better Brooks. Yeah. Mo Better Brooks. Mo pissed off that Donald Trump turned his back on me, uh, which they may very well get some cooperation from him. But Ronnie Jackson, if you'll remember, once uh, Donald Trump's uh, Surgeon General and now all-around ass liquor cleaner and whatever else you want to fucking call him, right. who uh, – y- y- I guess you could say, and there's a third in there, and I can't remember which one it is, but pick the Trumper of your choice, you know. Uh, he's one of the rubes. But the whole thing about it is, is what we're seeing is, is these guys are getting, you know, we're seeing this called by January 6th, ad called by Trump. Jenny Thomas seems like she'd be an obvious choice to sit in front of that committee. But as I'm given to understand, she's, she's, uh, she's very close with Liz Cheney which would be an opportunity to remember that no matter how much she's out there, it appears to fight for your rights, she's still a Republican. Well, I, I can say as much as Lynn Cheney has done, and I respect that, she's still, still a Republican. Republican. And she's still Dick Cheney's daughter. Yes. Some of that will rub off. Yes. So, you um, know, but we've had this, it has kind of disappeared from the, uh, the news cycle, and it'd be well not to forget just how deep this woman's hand <coughs> was in the events of January 6th. And, and this is all... From her, tw- you know, basically from her Twitter feed directly. But but what what I, I kind of wanted you to mention is what you mentioned to me, and uh, I had not really given as much thought of it as you had. Um, I cogitate on the small stuff, man. Wh- where's the Justice Department in all of this? Well, and that's what I was getting. It, it, I was going to use that in, into a separate point, but no, you got a point there. What What's your point? Got, it's a very it, good. Yeah, one, no, I mean we what we have here is. A lot of Democrats have a lot, of, and you see this reflected, I, you know, through through various writings. These things were all but invisible, you know, six months ago, ten months ago. It was all still full of third way types telling people, "Just wait, this is all coming together. Just wait, everything's coming into this big story." But where is the Justice Department, and specifically Merrick Garland? He's a new Waldo. Uh, that's exactly right. He, he is, is just a hard man to we find. We can't find him. With everything going on now, well, we know where he should be, yes. which is the Supreme Court, don't we, Judge? <laughs> but, but that's well, evidently now he's got he's got a document leaker to find. But well, but you know what? Well, he can't. No, he can't. But he you know what? He's, he's he's got the thing is he has the problem with, and I kind of saw this. This was I thought about this about Merrick Garland when they first chose him. It's the Robert Mueller effect. These guys. Our attorneys, and they look at everything through an attorney's lens, and he's not going to do anything. And, of course, now there's rumblings that he is about to drop, you know, major major wreck on these guys. I don't know it, and I'm not going to believe it until I see it. Right. But 
the, these it's guys, well to remember he's he is a member in good standing of the Federalist Society too. By the way, yeah, Garlic is not an no. activist. That said, I think he is much more objective. On the other hand, this is one of those things that Biden could do is put the screws to Merrick Garland, and he may have done that. I don't know. It's possible, but uh, Garland has is one of those guys who tends to, and we're not we're not we're not living in the same kind of timeline we have been where you have where you know you spend a year to build a case we don't have that kind we, of time we, no we, we don't we're we don't have that time it's got time. we've got until november at least well, and i think that in addition to, to that and i agree with you we're also we just came through you know four years prior to to joe biden's uh, election or his you know inauguration wherein a guy like trump would publicly call out his ag and say you're not doing the right I thing think that's the way to and do I, it either. i'm not saying yeah. i don't want biden to be doing that but what i'm saying is that i think that even though we have we disagreed with it when it was going on there's still the idea that like we knew the communication and now it's like i'm sure biden is communicating with this guy and maybe he's communicating with him very urgently and I'm but gonna i can't listen, feel it when the president calls you go. Sure. Garland would. And I don't know. He may have. But I've heard no reports of Garland showing up yeah, at the And White maybe House. he's just running a tight ship. He may be. But maybe nothing's it's, happening. It's time to, to put the screws to Merrick Garland. Because I think that we also, you know, we were in a scenario here where we all kind of waited for the New York State AG to do something. And uh, what's his name? Jeff, the, the AG who's, who's kind of shown no backbone. I can't remember his name. Your New York boy. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, actually, that's Alvin. Alvin, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's actually Alvin Bragg. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I had it under my notes, Alvin Bragg. No Bragg. relation to Braxton? Yeah, yeah, evidently, you know, they may very... Yeah, I'm not treading that ground now that I think about it. Oh, I'll walk all over that ground. No, 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 you no, give no, it to me. There's reasons I don't want to do that. But, but, they're, they're, uh, but let, me, let me give you real quick. Anybody familiar with Ely Mistal? Yeah. Okay. In all caps... I go back and forth between maybe you motherfuckers should have voted for the email lady and maybe you motherfuckers should have burned it all down when McConnell wouldn't seat Merrick Garland. There's they so much have. there that's actually in the pot. Although, although, to be fair, there are two things wrong. They were in no position to, to burn it down at that point when, no. when Merrick Garland was, was I, the Supreme I, Court I nominee. Um, but also, how, now, the, and, and the email lady, yes, people who did not vote for email lady out of spite um, I've got to fuck Susan Sarandon on that one, and yeah, the rest I, of her. I don't, listen, I don't. I don't have a problem with finding fault in Hillary Clinton. There's a lot there. No, now. but but she's turning out to be a lot more right than wrong here. Well, and not only, but but the Democratic Party tried to shove her down the throats. Yep, I agree. And it was the wrong thing to do, and it created a rift in the Democratic Party that is not going to be easily. Uh, put together. No, but it but it doesn't change the the objective circumstances no, here. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So. Uh, elections have consequences. Ramifications. Yes, they do. And to everyone who who said, uh, "Well, I, I I hate them both." Well, yeah, I, I wasn't wild about either one of them in 2016 either. But welcome to hell. Yeah, it, it's you know you've got to listen. Your your vote is a bargaining chip. As much as a a conscience, yeah, you can use it for that if you want to, but you're going to defeat yourself because we live in a country. And and my my biggest thing is the Democrats are not even trying to understand what the Trumpers are mad about. And I'm not saying even what they're mad about is legit, but they're not trying to. 
and they're not offering any kind of alternative. Sure. And but getting back to what you're, you you were discussing a minute ago, the the legal hearings in New York though, those are legal hearings. Yeah. They are they do take time to do. But at some point and and because they're not subject to uh, the the, the the election cycles as much and stuff like that they have a little bit more time on the other hand it has reached the point now where blowing it up not putting in the filibuster packing the court bringing these guys up on charges even if you're not sure they're you know lead pipe cinches it's got to be done well that's kind of that, what there's was no other way Bragg's to do it. reasoning for dropping the entire case the uh the, the thing you've got remaining up there is now this is kind of what I'm wondering at the moment is uh you know that, that Tish James uh her case is very much active the civil case I'm wondering if that's going to get folded over into a criminal counts as well I, I, I think there is more going on in the New York because uh, that woman's after his ass. I think there's more going on in the New York courts. I think there's stuff going on in the Georgia courts that's going to kind of come out here. Oh, yeah, what, what he was doing with yes, the attorney general I, I think there. that's going to come out. By the way, I did see today where W is going to go speak on behalf of Brian Kemp. On behalf of who? Uh, the governor of uh, yeah, Georgia. W, look, W, I know you listen to this podcast. Yes. So let me just tell you, no one has benefited from the presidency of Donald Trump more than the legacy of George W. Bush. Yeah. So if you want people to continue looking at you as the guy who is, uh, oh, yeah, George W. Bush, he, handed, uh, he handed our favorite first lady a piece of candy. We, we, well, I kind of miss that guy. If you want to keep that shit going, don't go and shill for any of these people. Well, no, Stay no, home, no, no. make a painting, uh, do what you I, do. I, I agree. I think, I, I think he's trying to – listen, though, keep in mind, he's a Republican. So he wants a what we would use what we would now refer to as a reasonable Republican. I don't think Kemp is. I think he's he's just as big of an asshole as any as DeSantis sure. is. He just doesn't have the same latitude. And he wants the Republicans to win that seat. Um, but having a severely contested primary is not good. And I'm gonna tell you what, Warnick has so far played this pretty well. Yeah, he's he's done a good job, I think. And Herschel Walker, who is Trump's chosen pick, and looks like a total lunatic. I, I mean, he he's he's he. I don't think he could win the election any or the primary anyway. I really don't. He's just uh, yeah. I know there's a lot of bubbas that remember when he was one of the championship. Sure. Um, but I don't think he would be viable general election candidate anyway no, so so you run that that particular risk of of him i i think i think the republicans are better off not you i think anybody with a brain would tell you that they're better off without choosing herschel walker look the only reason herschel walker is there is because he was he got to know donald trump when he played with the with new jersey in the usfl right he's nutty and uh he's he's proven to be a disaster that i think i think the georgia senatorial race is a lot more leaning blue than than even the polls might dictate yeah i think so too that's actually one to me that's that's possible that happened because 
Herschel Walker is such a colossal fucking flake. Well, but if, that's, if, if, if he that gets the I think, Yeah, if he gets the nomination, I, I think he'll get beaten because— Oh, I do too. You know, I don't think that's an issue. So Trumpers are crazy. Rubes are crazy. But when it comes to the point where, where your candidate has multiple personalities possibly— that seems to be kind of a kind of a bugaboo for most human but, but beings you know in what? general. Look at look at the whole. You're talking. These guys are Don, J.D. Vance, Herschel Walker. These guys are in some ways celebrities, like Donald Trump was. Oh yeah. That's why he's he's drawn to them. Why he thinks and few people have the political skills or the, or or the the weird chaos magic mojo that Donald Trump has. Sure. To 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 to, to go, get over that particular hump. So, I. I think that's a winnable race. It's possible, yeah. What uh, about your Dr. Oz? Mr. Crowley. Who is the guy running against him? The lieutenant governor, the guy who's like six foot seven. John John uh Frank is it Frankenstein? Deming, Deming some, no, it's uh He he's a he, Shrek. He's, he's got yeah. a real uh 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 Jesse Ventura kind of vibe. He, he ain't exactly here's the thing though. That he, guy's shown that uh what oh, what is his a, last name, Matt? Fetterman? Fetterman, that's it. it. Fetterman. He's, he's like six 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 Futterbutt. seven. He's, John Fetterman. He's a big guy. He's got a, a ball head and he's got a, a, a goatee. Um an attractive Hispanic wife. Uh I mean, and he's just he he just he's one of those guys he's not a celebrity, he's been a politician his life. And but he it, it he's got a lot of credibility in Pennsylvania. I don't know enough about that race. I'll be honest with you. My understanding is uh Doc Oz is not necessarily a shoot in for the candidacy either. That he, right. he's not necessarily he a, another one. You know, I I'm gonna make it very simple on this. Fuck it, I blame Oprah for this bullshit. We wouldn't have these problems if she not brought that son of a bitch out. Oh yeah, um, I, I a couple of different people we can blame Oprah for. There's listen, and we got Doctor Phil because of that one. We got a lot of people to blame for a lot of this stuff. Yeah, um, but she seems like a good target for convenience. You know. Uh, you know, you're gonna fight, I don't fight know if you remember. A few years ago, there was a draft Oprah for the presidency, oh, yeah. and uh, we'd I mean, all be in the in in the in the. Uh, you get a car, and you the, get a car, and you get a, yeah. Volvo Book of the Month Club, which eh, you know that's maybe fitting now, but I'm just not that big on reading things like uh, the Lighthouse or. What is it? I fall a piece. The one, the guy that that turned out he made the whole thing up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's another one, and. Uh, which says something for his for his writing skills, if you think about it. So, I mean, and, and now here's the thing that's interesting to me about the whole situation, and and we haven't talked about this yet. So let's let's go ahead and dig into this before we before we go. Kevin McCarthy, one of our favorite little whipping boys here, which is kind of cruel because the man's handicapped; he doesn't have a spine. He was caught on tape saying that. Basically, Trump was responsible for the insurrection in so many, you know, words. And he, Trump says, oh, that's okay. I know what he was talking, you know. Trump, of course, Trump, I think, gets part of his jollies by people who used to hate him, and now they have to come to him. Yep. And McCarthy has been so goddamn craven because he wants to be the Speaker of the oh, House. Oh, so bad. I think, let's, let's say, and I'm anxious to hear you guys' opinions on this. Let's say... Things work as they think we're doing. Let's say even a 20 seat, the and I don't think that's really going to happen. But let's say, given the events we've talked about so far, let's say the, the um, Republicans gain 20 seats. And they could gain more. You don't know. 
It is an off-year election, although at this point all bets are off as far as history being a president. Sure. Yeah, they, they might have shit the bed with this one. And I think we're going to see some drama in the House of Representatives because McCarthy, for all his kowtowing to Trump, is not someone that's a favorite of the Q people who are starting to make more and more noise. Yeah. Now, we don't know what's going to happen with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Apparently her and Laura Lauren Bobert got into some sort of a yeah. They, Margie three toes and Lauren Bobert don't get along. We come oh, to find out. Jeez, that's too bad. You, what you've got? I can just I can just picture Lauren Bobert going, Bobert. just leaning over to you know Kevin McCarthy and going, if you ask me, Marjorie got, Taylor Greene's crazy. <laughs> you got two orangutans competing in the same fucking house. And right? Madison Cawthorn going, yeah, but she's oh, oh right. you know I mean I was going to bring him she's up about too. Twenty years well, before, before we leave uh, our buddy Kevin. I don't know if any either of you watched, but there was a correspondence dinner this year. Yes, there was. You know, which hasn't happened for a while, and the president shown up for it, which hasn't happened in and a Chuck while. Chuck Todd suffered for it, and President Biden. Line? Yeah, he said, uh, "I'm not here to roast the GOP because that's not my style, and there's nothing I can say about the GOP." Kevin McCarthy hasn't already put on tape, <laughs> which you know that's for, that's quality. <coughs> he said uh, it's the first time in six years that uh, a president has been to the correspondence tenure because we had a, a national plague uh, and then we had coronavirus. <laughs> right, exactly. I, 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 I thought both of, both of them deciding, by the way, I can't leave without a mention of the fact that the, the, the man who may have suffered the most at that particular dinner was definitely Chuck Todd outside of uh, I'm, Donald Trump. Well, I'm not he, saying Trevor that. Noah actually uh, skewered him, pointed him out, and then said, him. I'm not going to ask you a follow-up because I know you don't know how to do those. <laughs> And then Joe Biden went into Chuck Todd, too. So Chuck, Chuck, he got it from two locations. Chuck, Chuck to his credit, laughed it off, though. Sure. Like you, well, what else was he going to do? That's the point. Well, so. he done like Donald Trump. didn't sit there and glared the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah. He, he also to run for president. Either, but anyway, McCarthy uh, seems right now to be the front runner for the, the speakership. If the Republicans should, yeah. I think that is not written in stone. No. I think there are, A... Some of the more nut job douchebag elements who think they should get a shot. Uh, I think Steve Scalise may try to make a. And I'm not a wild Scalise fan either. I think he's a piece of shit. I think we're in for some serious drama, even if they do it. And here's the problem: when when if the Republicans take the House, the hope is they'll be so factionalized because you know supposedly there are plans underway. The minute that happened. They're going to impeach Biden, and then they're going to impeach. They've got they got cabinet members they want to impeach. Right, they're going to uh, impeach it, everybody, reinstall Trump, and and yeah, it's yeah. going to be just a ridiculous shit show, okay? And it's not like these. It's not like Biden has done anything to get impeached. Trump did. Biden did not. But they've got to play to their base, and the republic, the Democrats, have a golden opportunity to play their cards right. Can they do it? Can they come out of this? Because there are several things also to keep in mind. If somebody like uh, McCarthy wins a speakership, what's going to happen when, if the presidency goes to be confirmed in 2024 and Biden wins again or whoever runs as a Democrat wins? It's, we're, we're in for some really fucked up shit because of these clowns. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, like that's why we don't have that much time. We've got to start, see, and that's the problem is, is that I, I know I don't want to see our country in a position where 
what, what we have to rely on is somebody having just enough backbone to match Mike Pence. Yeah. You know, because yeah. if you're telling me that, that a Kevin McCarthy isn't a little bit more likely than a Mike Pence to fold under the pressure. Yeah, of course he is. Of course he is. Um, I will tell you this. I do think. Well, situation was there is you still will have at that point. Kamala Harris as the president. Of well, the and, and as the Republicans have now confirmed, the vice president can decide who is and isn't president at any they, given fucking point. The, yeah. So and why not? Pence, though, Pence is. By the way, I think Pence is going to run. It wouldn't surprise I, me. I, think I don't his, know if he will this time. If, if I Trump, hope 70 of them fucking run, if, honestly. I do, too. If Trump, now, if Trump runs again, all bets are off. I don't think he's going to. I really don't. I think he's, I think, he, I think, I don't think his ego will let him do it because he knows he's, he's probably going to beat, get beat. But you're going to have people like DeSantis, um, Pence is going to try. Pence, guys, I don't think you guys. We know Ted Cruz will run. How much? I don't know if he will or not. Ted Cruz will always. He run. might run. He, he's not a viable candidate. He's going to wind up like Lyndon Larouche. You point. guys don't understand the kind of pull he has. Pence has with the evangelical crowd. Oh sure, it's huge. I think uh, Ben Sass is going to try to run as the uh, the the reasonable. The voice Republican. of reason. Yes. Um, and the thing is, I think Ben Sass could win an election. A general election. I don't know those other ones can at this point. Yeah, the question becomes, can the same candidate win a primary and a general on the Republican ticket? I don't That's know. True. That's true. I mean, we're going to find out this year. Because, you know, a little the, bit. this uh, also in the news, uh, Elon Musk has uh, purchased the Twitter. And one of the things that he, that he tweeted after this was he, a diagram, and it was showing, uh, you know, that it, it, like in 2000, Here's him on the left side of middle, uh, and then it shows the the people further left getting further further away until on, today he's closer to right than he was, even though he hasn't moved. That's his well, intention. The, the over the window, you know, right? Uh, and, uh, and I, who, I get that. Elon Elon Musk. You said yeah, he's a South African fellow. Never heard of him. Formerly uh, involved with PayPal, I think. Never heard of him. Has a car company that Musk. Uh, you say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is a cologne he, guy? Is that right? His car, uh, the, they had the, uh, uh, the the bolt. He invented the Chevy bolt. Right. right. Was that that okay. is true. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, know what's funny about that? The new Edsel. He didn't actually, I mean, he bought Tesla as a complete company. Yeah, yeah it wasn't he his. Didn't invent, it wasn't his. He he's didn't invent Tesla. Creator. He's not. He's not. He's, he, he's, he's shown that, it, but, but here's the thing. He's riding high on that platform. But one but thing I wanted to get. What, to- what I was going to say was the reason I hope I brought up Elon Musk is that in response to this illustration of him saying the left has moved further away while he stayed in the same place and is now considered right, is that someone posted the face of, you know, hey, here's a popular Democrat from the year you're talking about, uh, Joe Biden. And here's a popular Democrat now, Joe Biden. Look at the Republican side and tell me who's like that. It, it's, it's yeah, people don't remember Elon Musk came out very publicly for Obama. Oh, yeah. Um, I, it's changeable. Again, it's changed. It, it, the, the pendulum always changes. Sure. Um, you know, but we've right now swung far past the Reagan pendulum. You no, know? we're in batshit crazy land. Uh, and, and, it, and again, it's these people who feel like they're on a, a religious crusade. Plain and you, know, you know what I feel like here. The thing that I feel on this is, uh, we have in a lot of ways swung past that, but <clears throat> it's also 
well to remember that the underlying message is the same. It's the delivery that's changed. This, Reagan still can't, and I mean, his first campaign stopped to announce everything else in the Shelby County Fair again. The, the nice, you know, Mississippi I Fair in 1980 to talk about states' rights. Yeah. I, that was the, the whole message underneath that is the same message you've got now. I, I, I disagree with that. I, think, I, I don't think the Trump group cares two shits about. Obviously, DeSantis just raised taxes, but in essence. Um, no, they, no, no, no. I'm not talking about the tax. Or well, that's part of it. They're Reagan's, small no, government. No, I'm talking about. The bigotry that has been inherent in this party. Yes, it has for been. For 40, it has 50. Been. That's what I think is now they're, you're right. They're embracing that and don't care. Yeah, they don't, care, don't anymore. care about the other stuff. That's anymore. why I said the messaging is the only thing that's changed. These days, it, it, it's, I, I mean, you realize Roger Stone and Lee Atwater, hell, I mean, who, who I have in a photograph together, they were ahead of their time. Guys, just go out and get it. John Kasich is now viewed as a moderate a liberal. In, well, I think that what we're saying Joe is. Joe Walsh is. Might as well be yeah. there. But there was a time in the Republican Life's Party good where the, the the conservative politicians were using the bigotry and the misogyny to kind of pull their sled. Yeah. Uh, and now it's the reverse. Yeah. N- now the misogynists yes. and the bigamists and the racists are using uh, uh, the, the, that uh, and and they're pretending like it's a conservative politics. Yeah, you know, Jeff, I I, I agree. I, they're now they're the lead dogs now. Right. Yeah. yeah. The cart is pulling the horse. Jeff, uh, and, and we go back to this point. I think every time we do a political podcast about uh, Reagan's the damage Reagan did with that speech. Oh, I mean, sure. Starting with that speech, we talked a minute ago about J.D. Vance. By the way, have there been any uh, Ohio? Uh, can, can, I'll, can, I'll can check. See if there's been any Ohio uh, results in. Um, J.D. Vance, who is the writer of uh, LBLL, just running for, for yeah. Senate. J.D. Mandel. I don't want to step on Trump's toes. No, so. J.D. Vance, Josh Mandel. No, no, it's J.D. Mandel, according to Trump. Yeah, according to Trump. <laughs> but there's step on the man here. There's there's um, uh, he, he if he, there's a portion of his book, and again, I didn't read the whole thing. This is an excerpt I read just a few days ago. Um, he talks about his political. Or, I don't think he. I don't even think he, he codified his political. I don't think he conceptualizes that. But he talked about the anger that he felt because he was a cashier at a supermarket, and there was some guy there who was paying with you know food stamps, and he had a cell phone that JD Vance couldn't afford. Now, aside from the fact that's an incredibly shallow thing, you don't know where the guy got the cell phone. Got it. Uh, his parents may he makes the way on his parents' plan. Yep. He he may have, and of course, and guys, I want to say one other thing. This was the days before cell phones were little computers that everybody had. You know, this was just a a a click phone. Um, it could have been a a charity phone. It could have been a lot. Maybe this guy. You know, maybe this guy. Um, well, Vance is trading on tropes. Well, that's just shit. it. That's just it. But but I think he is very sincere about this. I think he's got so again. This is as much a criticism as him as a writer as anything. But his observation is so shallow, so one dimensional, that he he kind of uses these things, and they're not healthy. They're not they're not at all precise. And he realized well, Trump was doing the same thing. Uh, Reagan was doing the same thing, but Trump was taking it to a whole different level. So. He's trying, they're all trying to, what was I saw the other day, create the problem, then generate the anger well, against the, it. 
the only thing mm-hmm. Vance is doing is filtering it through an Ivy League lens. Because that's where his education's from. Well, he, he, well, in other words, white trash boy makes good. Yeah, he went to Yale, I think it was. Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, he got up there, and I think I think there was probably some, oh, here's the hillbilly. You know, I don't think he was, you know, he was not in, in skull and bones or anything like that. And uh, I, I think he's still got some residual anger. Like I said, though, he's not a writer. He's not a particularly good observer. He will not be a particularly good senator if he wins the seat. Um, and I sincerely hope he doesn't. My problem with him is is his anger, like so many who who, who professes, and this is something we can talk freely on because it's the one area in which, in my opinion, we, we, we made a joke, or Matt did earlier tonight, about, hmm, do our political podcast, you know, three old white middle-aged men. Yeah. About, and, and there's truth to that. But when it comes to watching, you could say locals for us trading on anger. So many of them trade from the wrong perspective. They do trade from the wrong perspective, it's, but you can't ignore that. No, you can't because That's that is that is the currency in which they yes. trade. Yeah. But the problem is, is as is usual, again that dichotomy which comes from being a southerner, which we all understand so well. You know, you've got that 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 fatal flaw that says. You know, we are Southerners. We get it. But by the same token, too many Southerners are so resistant to fucking education on the very things that, that they're, oh, that, that, that they're daily, killing them. It's a daily thing. It is but, something but you then, live though, with down even here. Then, he Jeff, sees it. The real pro- one of the real problems the is the Democratic Party has a tremendous responsibility they fucked up on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these, what do you call them, Patagonia Democrats? Yep. They choose to look down at people who have legitimate complaints rather than try to understand them. And even, and I'm not sure if a lot of these rubes, you can't converse with them, okay? Because, again, they're they're religious zealots, and it has nothing to do with religion itself. They're just zealots in that fashion that that people are um, Islamic zealots now. So you can't, but they are trying, they're, they're not making any effort to sort of reach that particular mindset at all well they're just telling these people that uh you're too dumb to understand reality and so your concerns are unfounded as opposed to answering to those concerns now let me clarify those people probably are too dumb they may be some of them but you know they still still vote there was a time the the democratic party that i remember from when i was a kid that actually made their 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 stock and trade the people they actually talked to were union were blue collar they were man they they were Working a democrat was people. a man of the of the people yes it was or, and we didn't just wear blue jeans because it looked good on television mm-hmm. god damn it we lived in it so to update on on ohio yes. as of right now uh <coughs> cnn is projecting that uh in the democratic primary that tim ryan is winning over will win over Harper yeah. in the Republican uh, primary for governor. They're predicting that Dewine will win over yeah, Renacci, will. and Dewine wow. has done a good job. Uh, they have not yet called the Republican primary for the Senate uh, right now. With eighteen percent in, it looks like uh, Vance has twenty eight point one and Mandel twenty three point four. So, so he's he's running so far a little ahead of the the projections. Or a lot of the polls, but I, the, where we were, eighteen percent is not a lot, right? I, I, that's that's that is one of my biggest problems 
with uh, it, it, and I'm and I'm not going to sit here and tell you. I mean, I, Brent's quoted it often. I, I know we, we we've all visited that where we've you know made much of Will Ro uh, Will Rogers' uh, statement on being a member of the Democratic Party. You not know, a member of any organized party. <laughs> Amen. But you know, the message here. It can't be homogenous because we're not a homogenized people no, here. No, we're not. You're we right. don't. We can't sell fear and two or three talking points and say this is it. There, there you go. That's what we've got. You have got to make people understand that we're here. You know, the Democratic Party is here to represent people who don't really have a voice, mm -hmm. and they have failed in so many ways. Now what we have are a bunch of overeducated, as Brent said, as I call them, uh, Patagonia, Chaco, Subaru Democrats up here, you know, with this top lofty fucking view of people everything. that know that love is what makes a yeah, Subaru a what Subaru. What a campaign! You know, they could just go ahead and swip that, you know, uh, Subaru logo for a Democrat logo. It'd be the same thing. It's exactly what you're trying to sell here. And, and, people, and we have failed here. But a lot of those people are basically supply-side Republicans who are think they're liberal because they think gays should be able to marry. The occasional virtue signal makes them feel good. And they should. Yeah. Okay, that's not the issue. They don't realize or even want to ponder the economic pressures that are being applied. No. And an afternoon because in the soup live, kitchen you know, is not going to make you understand it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're coming to you and, and, and talking to you here from, you know, as we call it, the studios on Money Tree. You know, I'm, I, I look around up here. I'm surrounded up here by people. You know, the yards are populated with uh, BLM and there's no hate, has no home here. When, to be honest with you, these people don't have, and, and this, is, this is your Democrat Party in a lot of ways now, do not have a, a real understanding of what it is to live paycheck to paycheck or maybe not you know they're, they're, that may not even be an option you know you're robbing peter to pay paul here on your bills and that and, and in my opinion that's where democrats have failed they're being drawn into a culture war on political on the political field and you know there's something to be said for the validity of that i mean we spent half an hour talking about roe versus wade but that does have political implications um, and they want to change people. They want to, they see this. They see someone who's racist or homophobic, and they want to change them. Well, you're not going to. Your hope cannot be built in a p political process to change them. You're not going to. You have to bypass them and find other things that you might not going to. You may agree with them on economically right the, the message has to be that the rising tide is going to lift your ship yeah that that listen poor white guy who is convinced that the poor black guy is the reason you're not rich you need to understand that as the minimum wage rises as insurance is more affordable as all these things are made to happen your life will become better not because we think you shouldn't dislike your black neighbor but because we're here to also take care of you and that in taking care of him and taking care of women who wish that they could get an abortion and taking care of marginalized people it everywhere, you. your life will be better. Well, and, and that was the message that we used to yes. have and we just don't. Anymore. You're not going to change how they feel. And some people, you're not even going to change them with that argument. 
Okay, they're just right. so you know. It just needs to be down. enough. But there has to be there has to be a a a less of a condescending. Sure. You know, and now granted, these people are so you know red assed that they see condescension in everything. But a lot has been earned by how the Democratic Party has handled things. Well, when you've been talked down to your whole life, you you assume people are talking down to you, and when they are, yes, and which, that is which they are. You know, they are being talked down to in, in, in a lot of cases, it, you know, I, yeah, I you're going to feel defensive. You're going to push back against that. And whoever it is you think doing it, I, I've said this before. One of the reasons, in addition to everything that's been said, Russian interference, uh, Hillary's poor performance, Democratic Party's uh, mismanagement. One of the reasons that, that Hillary lost that election is because she would go before, you know, poor out of work or under, you know, underemployed people and tell them, yeah, your job's gone for good. And Trump would Basket come to the same place. Indeed. Yeah. And Trump would come to the same place and say, I'm bringing your job back. Now, he was lying. Doesn't matter. But it, at least it was a message of hope for those people. It, it didn't matter. They, they wanted to believe it, so they believed it. Now, that resentment, because it hasn't happened yet, has not quite uh, it hasn't it been hasn't enough quite to, yeah. lit yet it's not quite there well i and i don't want to turn and and i'm not going to personally and nobody else here is because you, folks if nothing if you don't get anything else from this from 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 our podcast you'll understand you know this ain't exactly run by conservatives yeah so i don't want to turn this into a defense of the southern white piece of shit nobody gets that better than the three of us sitting here no. we know what the white southern piece of shit looks like, you know. We, we, but we, we can, we've lived it. But, but my we can point stand them is, down, is, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. What what I what I'm getting at here is this, you know. It's been a target. That particular person's been a target for fifty, an acceptable target for fifty years, for every bit of you know, vitriol, everything that's wrong, you know, the uneducated, reactionary, Neanderthal aspect of society so long that it's pissed it's raged out and it doesn't see reason and when you talk yeah, that with the very right. real fact that you know yeah there are some some uneducated folks down here that prefer to remain that way what you have here is something that ain't going to move no I don't, it's not it's it's not going to move big the, part of the issue but there has there is a yeah. way to sort of skew you can, their perspective you can a little bit say, yeah this is good for everybody in this. And Brent, Matt, you're right on this one. In in my opinion, there's got to be a way for um for everybody to to, to kind of you know deliver a message for for Democrats to get back to the message of hey, we are for the working class people, for people who you know who get up in the morning, drink their coffee. And, you know, aren't driving a Tesla to work. You know, we're going to work. We go to Walmart. We go to, you know, to, you know, this factory, that factory. And we put it on the line every day. And we're here for you. And somewhere that's gotten lost. It, it, it is. It's a party of Hofstra. And, well, it's, it's know, funny. There, there, was, class banker. There, was, there was somebody that I was, I was talking to a few years, well, a couple of years ago. They're talking about how they hate populism. Well, it's not populism you hate. It's the fact that you don't know how to practice the populism that can actually do some good. I am not one for, I, I tend to be much more left-leaning in my political stances, but I don't 
I'm not someone who champions ism, conservatism, or liberalism as a sense. Politics is not about that. I have very, very, like I say, left wing. But politically speaking, I know I have to do. I have to look at solution. Yeah, there's and some pragmatism to me. There has to be. I think there isn't all three of us, and I think there yeah. isn't a lot of people. And I think that has to be uh, more of a, a message than anything. No, we're not for the leftist way of life. We're for a way of life that, you know, at least in, in, a, in a traditional sense, in a New Deal sense, in a great society sense. Human dignity is how I look at yes, it. Yes, I mean, well, that's just it. You're, you're, you're talking about making sure... I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. And I don't. I consider myself a capitalist, as much as anybody. But I also consider myself a democratic socialist. There's nothing wrong with that. That's democratic socialism is a, is a political thing, not a financial thing, not an economic state. We hold conflict. You know, we, we live in a democratic socialism. Views. Yeah, I mean. So, so there's there's got that the whole concept of populism, as it was done by Harry Truman, or or FDR. Or, uh, you know what, Jesse Jackson uh, has been lost on the Democratic Party. And now populism is a bad word, you know. DeSantis is really hard, trying hard to make woke a bad, you know, a lot of, and people are buying into it. It's like they make liberal a bad word. Because they look at an ism rather than someone who actually wants to maintain some sort of consistent governmental control over issues that can help people yeah because in many ways you're talking to a liberal i mean I, that's, that's talking to I all of what i am i i it, i've always looked at it and i don't know if it sums well in words and if it doesn't you guys can send a message in saying god you're you know your metaphors and, 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 and your scenarios are shit i don't mind folks but i do want an you know a place where everybody's kids can play in the same park if one of them you know i mean if, if you wind up with an accident we can go to the doctor, get this done. Everything every day shouldn't be a worry Well, and, and a crisis <laughs> no. situation. No. At some point, we have to free people up to actually go to work, do their job, live a decent family be, existence, be to, and have some sort have of... No, you, you know, you're not going to get a rose garden. Nobody said you, you have life, liber, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I've seen so many people say... I was guaranteed life, liberty, and happiness. No, you weren't. You were guaranteed the pursuit no. of it. You still got your do, job. You still got to do your own thing. Now, the thing is, though, certain needs should be, in my mind, should be taken care of. And, and, and you know, the traditional, the traditional, or the classic, liberal versus conservative is a conservative, someone who believes in either very slow progress, if any, pro, or status quo, and a liberal is someone who favors radical change. Both of them have a place. Um, but if you look at it in those terms, Trump people were liberal because they favored a radical change. And they didn't know how to go about it, so they elected an idiot. Most, right. Most, most liberals who say they don't know how to do it either. Sure, um, yeah. And, and, and it's— Well, most people are, are far too comfortable, and it, the changes that they want— they want without affecting everything else they enjoy. Listen, I had a discussion with somebody one time, and uh, she was a school teacher in Indiana. And I would imagine teaching little Hoosier water baby, waterhead babies is just a thankless job in itself. But one of the few, and teachers don't make a lot of money, 
But one of the things that she had going for her was she had a great insurance plan. And we started talking about universal health, and she talked about how in favor she was of it, as long as it didn't affect her current right. insurance. Well, then you're not in favor of it because all you can have that is that. I mean, she just – and she could not see the concept that it may be even better the other way. And she was just so – and this is a person who proudly proclaims himself a liberal. Um well, no one uh, that's and that becomes the problem is that most people do not want to be disadvantaged. Uh, they they would love for other people to be helped, but not at the cost of yeah. their disadvantage. Yeah. Not not if not it's going to cause them to lose something of theirs. Right. I, not I even, want not everything even lose that's something. Clarify, not even lose something, but the possibility. Right, they can lose and that's their what their happens when we talk about things like raising the minimum wage. Yeah, is that a guy that makes that currently makes. $15 an hour, says, well, why should the guy in McDonald's make $15 an hour? When what he should be saying is, why am I not making $25 an hour? Yep. That, you know, in, in, all, in all cases, it is you know someone up the chain benefiting from your labor more than you. Yeah, and we're getting kind of deep into ideological grounds here, but you're right. It's, it's, it, 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 America wasn't built on hard work. America was built on exploitation. Period. That's right. Join us next when Brent and Matt create the next common turn here locally. We're going to have a collective. But 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 it's true. There's 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 no real uh, the, the the people who are are complaining about what they don't have. Like he's angry. Like JD Vance angry because somebody has a cell phone. People who are pissed off because somebody might be getting away with something. They're getting something for nothing. Well, who gives a fuck? That go, are, you you, know, are you headed to student loans? Because I wasn't going to do that one. No, I really wasn't heading to student loans, but that's one I, thing. I, what would, it, I, it illustrates it well. By God, you're getting something I didn't. Okay. But I do want to say. The best meme I saw about that, by the way, Jeff, I saw the other day, and it said, I beat cancer. Saw that. If other people beat cancer, now right. it's going to make me so mad. And then at the bottom <laughs> it says, this meme is about student yep. loans. It's, it, that's, it's fat because it does illustrate the, the kind of fucking jealousy. And, 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 I, and I did want to, before we leave the point, uh, and, and bear ourselves in ideologies, as Brent said, because, oh, God, can we do that? Uh, the one thing I did want to say, the only thing about, quote, I guess as anybody else would view it from outside, uh, you know, skin deep take to what might be, is the ability to speak your mind and say what you think. I think that's probably one of the biggest things that sell to them. I, I'm Listen, I'm a big proponent of speaking your mind, being able to say what you think. You know, if I'm at a cocktail party and somebody farted into the wieners, I want to go, listen, man, you farted into those wieners right there. What the hell are you doing? I like the ability to say what I think in the moment. And I think too often, again, you know, and then I'm going to drop this point. Uh, I think the, the the big thing on that is is Democrats have lost the messaging entirely. Oh, I don't, think, that's any, I don't think there's any question about that. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, they've allowed the Republicans to frame things yep. in their own terminology. And, I, I, you know, and too often, and, and you guys, we are all guilty of this. I know I am, and I know you all are. Someone mentions, you see somebody wearing a MAGA hat, and you immediately get pissed off. Okay? Or, or think, yeah, I just merely think, but oh, that's what a scumbag. Opinion. We can't, you know, that's, that's how they feel. All right? And it, it's, it's very hard not to because of the damage that that mindset has done. But it's still, it's their opinion is as valid as yours, which pisses everybody off because it gives even, you know, both sides, it ends up with a feeling of helplessness. And that right person now, votes. Well, you know yeah. that someone who's wrong 
their opinion matters as much as yours. Yes. Even when you know they're wrong. Because we do have a one man. Welcome to a democratic republic. Yeah, one man, one vote on this. I always look at it as which vote is my vote canceling out. I pick a guy that I know who I know votes the other way. (laughs) And I, when I go and, you know, fill in my little bubble with my pen, I go, that's the guy whose vote I'm canceling. We have reached a point where it's politics for spite as much as anything. Oh, sure. And it is really a horrible situation for sports and we hate the other guys. Yes. It's, you know, and and we've got to get past that point. All of it. Not, and listen, I'm as guilty as anybody. That's why I'm not sure that our our differences will be resolved without, and I I know this is kind of like making a leading statement, but I actually do believe this. I just don't know to what depth. I I don't think our differences will be resolved without, there will be some bloodshed on both sides. Oh, I think it's inevitability. Listen. I, I'm going to tell you this. If I go home tonight and hear that there are rights broken out over decisions, me. it would not surprise me a bit. No, no. no, no. As a the matter thing of is, fact, though, we got to remember. Expected. But the thing is, most of the people who are protesting are not rioters. Okay? The people who are there, in, are, they care about what They're very passionate about it on both sides. Now, the thing is, one side's not going to budge because they're convinced this is murder. Okay? that's not. This is not a winnable political concept here. It's going to have to be... The anti-choice are going to have to be boot, boot heeled down. That's all there is to it, and that's yeah. sad. But, but that, you know, and, and here's the thing, Brent. That goes to um, it's going to go to more than this issue. As I said, our oh, yeah. differences, oh, the differences we have in this country, are fundamental. I mean, they go that deep. It, this this goes to the bedrock of of what we believe. I, you know what? I, who I, we are as Americans. I don't think it's that fundamental. I, do. I think it. I think it's strictly. I don't. I think again, it's most people want their most people Democrat, Republican, conservative have similar. They have meeting places on their on their values. Maybe, but January you know, well, six convinced well, me on otherwise. A on hold some on of a this. second. That, but that's a, that's an element. That's a whole different element. To me, it's the same thing. No, it's not. You, again, that's what I'm talking about. People want to take care of their families. They just have a difference of opinion about how to do it. They want people to be taken care of. Um, now, you get to the fringe element. Again, that whole nut job conspiracy theory religious aspect has rotted the minds. You know, and, but that's and, a sizable constituency in this country man I, I, it's a sizable constituency the ones who were insurrectionists it is not a sizable constituency no, well, I, I, I think I we, do, we do have to acknowledge that you know of all the people that that voted for or supported Donald Trump a very very small majority went to Washington for the January 6th yes, sure. thing and of the people that were there watching Trump speak a small majority walked to the Capitol building. And of the people that walked to the Capitol building, a small majority entered the Capitol. So there are tiers at which I might disagree with every single tier, but not all of them rise to the level where I'm going to say, these are the worst motherfuckers that have ever lived, and they all should go to hell. If one person went there, you had 15 others thinking it, willing to support, not saying willing to go, but willing to support this. At what point does this schism come to the point where people feel like they're being pushed into action. Okay, well, support, so, so, support is a whole different. But, but support well, is at a what whole level thing. is that any different from us saying, you know, and 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 slightly joking, but in some ways serious earlier uh, that we wish uh, Clarence Thomas dies. I agree. Now, if a guy goes and assassinates him tonight, and we've recorded this, 
doesn't that put us in the same boat as the people who went up to the rally but didn't walk to the Capitol? In, in, in is, there is moral, a difference between yes. intent and action. Then, there has to here's be. The, here's the difference I have in that, in this. One, in, 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 and this is how I have to tell myself, because I'm one of those people that if Clarence Thomas decided to snuff off in his sleep tonight, you know, you know Danny boy, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to... And if a comet had hit the Capitol, that's a different story. I'm talking about an action. side represents, nonetheless, no matter how much we feel like we need to, le- to, to listen and to hear these... The, the points made, one side does actually represent at least a, a more equitable and fair I, situation I, again, for it get, all Americans. It, it gets down to what doesn't. it gets down to what Matt said though. So the, you you're not ta- most Republicans that they are leading the Republican Party now, the, the the fringe element. Most Republicans voted Republican, sure, and most Democrats voted Democrat for the same reason. I voted for Hillary Clinton not because I love Hillary Clinton, but because the special interests she was beholden to were less reprehensible to me than the special interest Donald Trump was beholden to. Now, that said, the difference here, the thing that put things out of whack, was the cult of personality that developed around Donald Trump. And and it is a cult. It, it, it very much is. But that that does not mean that most people will, would would vote for Donald Trump again. Um, there, there are I a lot think of, they would. A lot, Jeff, I understand, a lot would. But I'm saying the bigotry and the xenophobia it's always, is not going to go away. No, it's, I'm, not saying, doesn't make, I'm not saying it is going away. But what I'm saying is most people, my, okay, I'll use my parents as an example. My parents were, well, they always said they were independent. And, and they were both raised by very strict Roosevelt New Dealers, okay? Right. Uh, I don't think any one of them voted Democrat after, I think my dad voted for Johnson and my mom voted for Carter, and they voted Republican ever since then. Now, my mom and my, my dad, my mom, had, had, my mom was still alive, but she was on her deathbed during the insurrection. She didn't really, I don't, you know, certainly don't think they were watching the news at that time. Uh, but Dad was, he was pretty disgusted with the whole thing. Now, let me clarify, because I give Christians a hard time. My dad was a very devout Christian. But that bothered him. And he still, he had voted for Trump both times. I don't think he liked Trump. I don't think he was that wild about Trump. But he felt like, again, the special interest that Trump was beholden to were far less reprehensible to him than the special interest that Hillary Clinton was was beholden to. It's that's what most reasonable people are like. Now, there is such a loud contingent on the fringe of the right now, but it's it's not the situation that everyone who voted Republican is is unreasonable. No, and I think uh, I think choices. I was going to say, I think that there's also a social aspect to this, wherein I think the, the, and this is my personal belief, I've got no metrics, but I believe that the vast majority of people who voted for Donald Trump think that the attempted insurrection on January 6th was absolutely uh, reprehensible. I think that they honestly believe that. But I believe that most of them 
are not willing to talk about it with a Democrat exactly. because they because to them what that what that means is so you're admitting that we were right about everything yes, and you were is. wrong about everything well, the, the whole look time. Look at the, the statements that we hear about and we've heard from from congressmen and Republican functionaries about what a shit show that was. Oh, sure. And they, and they were talking about Trump the whole this way the whole time, but they can't admit it because then their side would lose. Well, they, they said that, that I, I heard okay. a reporter talking about it today that was he was at the Capitol building on January 6th when it happened. He got removed with the senators and, and, uh, and congressmen uh, to, you know, they went through the underground tunnels into another building where they were hiding. And in that room, he heard uh, Lindsey Graham call a higher up in Trump's staff and say if he, you know, because I'm sure you remember Trump came out and half-heartedly said, hey, the people, those guys should probably go, go home, home now, now, you know, if they want to. Um, that Lindsey Graham called and said if he does not unequivocally come out and say that this is wrong and they have to stop immediately, I will push for the 25th Amendment. Yeah. That he of said course, that. Of the idea and then of, that the idea night, of, he was standing, you know, uh, he was back okay. to supporting the Trump. The that idea, the idea is, first of all, the idea of Lindsey Graham demanding anyone any, unequivocally come out is, is pretty ridiculous. <laughs> but you're right. By the end of the night, he was still talking about what a great man Donald Trump was. Because he had to. He, because he, that's yes. the problem that, that, that all of this, the, and I'm not talking about what's right and what's wrong. I'm talking about politics. The politics of all this demand that you never give an inch to your opponent. Yes. Because if you do, he'll take everything. And so when Republicans know that Donald Trump was wrong, when Republicans know that the insurrection was wrong, it's much easier to just not talk about it. Yeah. To say, yeah, 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 you know, maybe it got a little bit out of hand. Uh, but well, here's the thing. And this goes, and, and, and here's my illustration on this. There's a little bit, and, I'm, and, and I've been doing it tonight too, whereas, did Republicans do it? Yes. Did it work? Yes. Then why didn't Democrats do it? Fuck Democrats. I'm not willing to forgive the fact, no matter how much, we, we, these, these, you know, the, these good people and, you know, that voted for Trump, whatever. And, and, and I know this because, I mean, I'm dealing with parents that, would have looked at it. My father hated Hillary Clinton, okay? I mean, let's just go ahead and say it like it was. And he wasn't an, strictly an ideologue of any kind on any side. He just didn't like her. But my point on all this is it's, you, you don't get a free, I don't give a fuck how Democrats have misdelivered their message when it comes to the terms of you don't get a pass just because you didn't like the way the message was delivered. If you don't like what it is, then fuck you and fuck your message. Because at the end of the day, I, well, who are you talking about? You're kind of you're kind of scared. No, I'm talking about the fact that you know the Trumpers. I'm not willing to give people that casually voted for Trumpers a big pass because we are where we are because we have allowed this to happen. Though, no matter what kind of anger they've got at the system, the Democrats, Republicans, I'm not suggesting. I don't no, think anyone's suggesting that. I'm saying I'm not willing to say, you know, you get a pass because we are where we are because of their ignorance. In a lot of ways, you know, we are now dealing with this situation that we're dealing with currently because we've let too many or, or I wouldn't say let, but we've had too many people that chose not to educate themselves, at least on the basics. Understand that, you know, this is not only going to fuck Democrats, as you put it, but everything that they do that affects poor folks like abortion rights, 
like this, this is going to fuck everybody that's on the market. Well, sure. So sure. you don't, you know, they don't get to, uh, as you said, J.D. Vance or J.D. Mandel, whatever Trump wants to call him. You know, I, I, I get your irritation, buddy, but uh, you, you, you don't get a free ride out of here. It's like with Clarence Thomas. If he passes away tonight, fuck Clarence Thomas. Oh, I'm not going to cry. Yeah, well, and I, I think it goes but back that's to something. Why, that's how we got here. I think it goes back to something you said earlier, which is that we all do hold this the, multiple parts at the same time. Because I can, you know, hold in myself that I don't believe that all of these people are, are you know, straight evil. And like we right. said before... I think the Democrats should do a better job of messaging, of reaching out Agreed. to people who could be helped by what they want yeah, to do and exactly. letting them know. I but I also believe that we should pack the fucking court, kill the filibuster, enshrine abortion as the law of the land, and do all the things we've talked well, about. I can hold all the, that at, at the same point, time. That's all we can. That's all, we can do. that's all we can do. Hi, guys. Uh, we're starting to get some serious thunderstorms here in the starlight so we're going to get going it's, it's past our time anyway thank you guys for joining us uh please check us out again in a month we'll be back with another shell shock nation also be sure to check out fuzzy warbles the skint julep music pontification podcast uh until we talk next time guys it's uh, brent sanders with jeff scruggs we've enjoyed it tonight uh matthew kearns peace good night folks good night